there's no skepticism. It's just like yeah. kind of this yeah. world where it's like, yo, bro, we're doing hand tonight. You in? You know, like, uh, <laughs> um, it's like me and my high school girlfriend. We're doing hand tonight. Boy, boy, Sam, you ever stuck your dick in that hand? <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 124 of Press Any Key. You can find all of our social media below. You can also join us not only uh, in the comments, but in our Discord too. Um, with me as always, my co-host, Nick McFly is here, everybody. Uh, Mike Burke from uh, States Away is joining us remotely. And everybody give it up for Hey Gingy on the ones and Mike Burke from his house arrest in Roku City. That's right. They, they got him, I folks. Am, they, no, got they got him. him. The plot I've been extradited. Okay. <laughs> Fucking he's hanging out with Julian Assange and um, Edward uh, Snowden. Ed, Edward Snowden. I was going to say, um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Goodwill uh, Hunting. Burt Bacharach. Uh, but Burt Bacharach. I guess he hasn't been extradited anywhere, huh? <laughs> to heaven? <laughs> oh, no. He's, he's dead, right? <laughs> extradited to hell. I don't know. I mean, listen, if Burt Bacharach died, he definitely uh, went He definitely hell. went to hell. What did he uh, do? I don't, what don't I know about Burt Bacharach? Uh, he died February 8th of oh, this dude, year. Oh, dude. All right. Okay, Perfect yeah, timing. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'm not excited that he died. I'm excited that I was right that you he was dead. You seem excited that <laughs> he's dead. I'm just saying. Like, if there's... If somebody asked me compared to somebody who's not showing what you're doing, I'd be like, "All he's right, excited that he's dead." You know, cool, people, cool. All right. <laughs> anyway, get up, mom. <laughs> so this week we watched Disney's Haunted Mansion. That's right. It's taken America by storm. As um, as my tattoo says, I have to see every Jared Leto movie in, yes, in the theater yes. twice. And, we joined, we and joined the cult, and we were forced to get tattoos. business still wasn't enough to pull Haunted Mansion all the way through. Did, did you guys actually <laughs> see Haunted Mansion? No, I did okay. not see Haunted no. Mansion. No. I saw I that. Mike, you weren't included. That was for Pat and Liz. I, listen, I... Hey, listen. Maybe hey, it's hey, just, maybe hey, it's just me. Come on, hey. I'm not sold uh, on a movie by... Somebody making sixteen seventy five an hour in the Florida sun, dressed up like Cruella Deville, that's coming true. down the red carpet. Okay, but I mean Danny DeVito. That's enough to get a lot of people in the seats. Not enough. Did you see the? Did, did you see the ad? I don't. I started seeing this right around the time that the strike started. So I don't know if they were like, we. What, how do we advertise this movie? And it's just all of the cast of Disney's Haunted Mansion doing ASMR. Mm-hmm. And Danny DeVito's like, we're doing asthma today. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I I talked about it in the uh, the secret episode. Oh, I wouldn't week. know. And um, I wasn't invited. Yeah, well, you also don't listen. So, um, <laughs> well, I mean, why should I? Uh, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> it's secret. You can't listen. It's secret. It's oh, okay. Only the key bombs get it. Anyway, um, yeah, if we had memberships, that's what that one. The bumpers. Would have been. Yeah. Anyway, um. I Join talked about Patreon. it and like the like the couple <laughs> of the main reasons that that movie ended up the way it did like if even if you remove the strike is number one why did they put out a Halloween movie in July uh, yeah what Baffling. what a miscalculation on all fronts number two a hundred and sixty million dollars is way too much to spend on a haunted mansion movie um and uh, number three. It's neither scary enough to be R or like silly enough to be like PG. So it's this weird like PG thirteen like yep. horror fest. But it's above, for everyone and no one. Above all else, though, right? Because even if you put that in October when like the big horror movies come out, it's like, well, I can't take my kids to go see you know 
uh, the hop, Exorcist, yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, that's right, The Exorcist. That um, does look good. It does look good. And um, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. Saw Patrol. Like so, I'll take them to go see this instead. But the thing that encapsulates all this is that I would bet that Disney knew about two thirds of the way through the production that this thing was a stinker. So they so were like, August they were like, is the dumping ground. They could, yep. they could lose on this and write it off as opposed to trying. Why not just pull a fucking. Um Cat, no, no, Batgirl. Batgirl, Batgirl, thank you. A Cat Williams? A Cat Williams. Why not pull a Cat Williams and get in a fight with a, cat, a child? Yeah. Get the shit kicked out of me by a six-year-old? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Um, well, speaking of getting the shit kicked out of you, does uh, anybody here play fighting games? No. Okay, so <laughs> shout out to my boy Justin. He's a big Tekken guy. He likes fighting games in general. But um, So, oh, and my boy Moment, he's, he actually competes in Street Fighter Six tournaments, which is... I don't think I got. I, I should have asked him about this. Actually, now that I think about was, it, was so he I, in this tournament? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So, this comes from an article uh, from Kotaku. It's entitled "Street Fighter Six Tournament Accidentally Flashes Chun Li Nude Mod," <laughs> which I saw this clip going around on Twitter, and I didn't. I did not look at the. I didn't listen to the audio the first time. I just saw it in a tweet because I went unbelievable and just kept like I was like, of course they <laughs> would like. You're like for shame. <laughs> yeah, like have like you guys didn't figure this out yet. There was, it's like the same thing when Congress was talking about UFOs and everybody was just like, yeah, whatever. Like so, <laughs> we kind of already knew. Not, not that, not that I endorse <laughs> cheating in any of these competitive esports, but I'm gonna say this: there was a guy one time who he had a a cheat in CS:GO where he competed for like years with this thing, where he found out that he could hotkey a cheat to his number pad that made the walls transparent and he can see people. So when like an official would come by or somebody, or they switch to his camera or like, what have you? My point is that he could easily turn this thing on and off. Why would that not be your starting point on any cheat or mod that you implement? Why would you not put in a hotkey to just turn it on and off when you need Why it to? You, so you're talking about that for nudity? I'm talking about <laughs> this for nudity. So um, things were off to a normal a normal start during a July 31st tournament hosted by the Twitch channel Corner to Corner as players pulled up to the weekly competition series. Unfortunately, the seventh of 96 matches. They didn't even break <laughs> 10 matches. They didn't some, get 10 matches in. <laughs> some shit went haywire. Uh, things went awry. Under statement uh between competitors len lensta kimberly and pax chun li the fight kicked off with the latter in complete nudity even the commentators couldn't figure out how to address what one called it quote an interesting chun li costume once i read that i went back and listened to it and bro they are painfully trying to they like, are because if i was there i would have been like yo like that you need, but, you need jason bateman in dodgeball to yeah. commentate that type of stuff um according to a tweet from the self-proclaimed drama youtuber uh nicholas diorio um the tournament has for uh the tournament host forgot to turn their naked mod off in the end the players exited the match the organizers restarted the game to remove the mod and everyone resumed the turn of it i love how it's like yeah we're just gonna act like that didn't happen <laughs> we're just gonna how, pretend how you, that this like, guy wasn't all horned up on like Chun-Li. george bush as he's reading a book to a, a class of second graders gets the information to just Continues yeah. reading. <laughs> did you just compare this to 9-11? Yes, I did, Mike. Oh, by the way, guys, speaking of 9-11, I did put the 9-11 be- meme back on the account. 
I wasn't was it down? Good. I took it off because we started to get some heat and it started going the wrong direction. Oh, yeah. So I took it down and then I I unprivated it and immediately it started getting traction again, but it's hey. with the right audience again. I go, yeah, they know. They know. I don't want to get in trouble for this. Uh, you, however, saw, you saw all the... Uh, that's what... It, you thank you, the, Mike. Yes. Go yeah. on. You, you saw all the things that Japan is doing with all the Barbie Oppenheimer stuff, have you? Yes. And like, what I find to be hilarious is that that's part of the reason why I put it back up because I feel like we got now some that cover. It's, it's out in the open, like like mm. everyone's like, yeah, we like 9-11 memes. Like, whatever. It's been 20 years. Everyone is just like, like, I wouldn't get in that much trouble for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's been plus Twitter's going to pay my legal fees now. Didn't you guys see that's that? That's true. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, we'll right. see how far that lasts. Thanks he also said he was going to uh, end world hunger. Because that would be cheaper, but whatever. He's also cage fighting Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> that, he, I really hope that does happen. And did you see what he said? He said he doesn't have time to work out, so he just brings his weights to the office. I'm like, bro, you that right there was said by somebody who's never stepped into a gym before. Yep. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. So, um, I should just picture and, those and the 12 and a half those, pound weights. Yeah, and all those... <laughs> fucking uh smooth brain idiots that follow him were just like yeah see he's working out and working at the same time it's like he, he's not gonna be able to do either effectively and you can see the evidence of yeah. that anyway that peak efficiency that man <laughs> just knows what to do he's a, he's a specimen <laughs> galaxy brain elon yeah so pax was taken out by lensta who was in turn defeated in the second round pax for his part continued showing off his skill in the losers bracket before and getting the only thing he's showing in off the fourth, <laughs> in the fourth round the corner to corner event organizers com uh commended the situation on august 1st oh i'm sorry Commented on the situation. This is written like shit. Commented the situation on August 1st saying the nude mod was, quote, accidentally left on for a few seconds. <laughs> My guy, that was over a minute. Calling it a mistake that will never happen again. I don't believe you. Um, corner, accordance wish to, corner to corner wish to address a recent mistake made on stream in which a graphical mod was accidentally left on for a few seconds in our recent tournament. Some news stories have incorrectly blamed one of the players. This is not the case. It was our host PC what? streaming the match and his responsibility. The group also asked folks not to blame the players who competed in the tournament. <laughs> so imagine you're you're this up-and-coming competitive player. You're like, I'm going to a tournament. It's going to be streamed. Everybody, Your family and friends are watching. Your mom doesn't get it, but she's like, all right, I'll bring it up on my phone. Uh, and I'll tell your grandparents. They'll love exactly. this. Exactly. <laughs> He'll tune in. Uh, your 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 nephew that really looks up to you. Yep. You know he pulled it up, and it's like, yo, he's fucking nuts with Chun Li, and that skin he's got is wild. Can we wait? And like they're amping up his fucking all his creds and everything, and just you see that start, and there it's just Chun Li's tits and ass just bouncing the entire. Like, what do you even? Did he try? Like, could you try? It? I wish I could pull it up, but I can't because you we'll know. Put it on the Instagram. But uh, he, uh, what's it called? <laughs> it didn't look like they were ready to fight. <laughs> it didn't look like they were immediately going into battle. He's just like, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. what's happening? Uh, uh, fucking SpongeBob. Can you imagine uh, being I like, can explain. like? Here's the thing: Street Fighter's not like a simple game. It's not like easy, you know. It's button mash and it's combos. It's yeah. all that shit. Can you be imagine? Can you imagine being that horned up that you <laughs> like? I just gotta beat people up with a naked woman. Whatever gets you through the day, Mike. I will say that is always really weird. Like, listen, I'm not gonna like I I'm not gonna sit here and talk talk shit about what people get off to, whatever their kinks are. But it is fucking weird if you're like, I need to nude mod this character in a video game for more than just a crude Rule 34 joke. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, 
if you do the joke and you're like, I think we're going to keep it like this, I'm going to be like, now this is a problem. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's not also, even like, it's not even like Skyrim where you can like do shit. Like with these weird mods, it's just like, you're just punching people. It's not even like, it's not even like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas where you could download the hot coffee mod and fuck your <laughs> date afterwards. That's news to me. You've never seen that? No. Oh my God, oh. dude. What well, it was like that was like that was the reason to get that game at a certain point. It was like there was now it's quick Baldur's time Gate events 3. and yeah, now it's Baldur's Gate three and you don't gotta mod anything. So yeah. All right. So um you guys want to talk about some Marvel casting? I, I guess. I guess so, yeah. Fantastic. I realized when I was saying the question, I was like, I'm not gonna get the response from this I expect yeah. to, so, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna commit. So you, no, Burke uh Mike gave you a very good response. I think everybody just missed it. What am I That's saying? fantastic. Oh, thank, oh, thank oh. you, Mike. Yes, that was Comedy. perfect. And then, All right. And then, and then we actually had to say, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it again. It was stupid. Go home. No, anyway. So um, Jeff Snyder, who uh, he has a YouTube Zach's show brother. called <laughs> called Hot Mike. Right. And he has reliably um, leaked scoops before. He has he produces his own reviews, which although I don't agree with a lot of them, he does uh, he does at least give a, a valid criticism. You know what I mean? Like he like at least, well thought out. Yeah, he puts his best foot forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, his tweets kind of come off a little loud mouthy, but I'm sure mine do too. Yes. So yes, they um, do. <laughs> you're like yes to both. So uh, anyway, so what he told everyone is that number one, Vanessa Kirby is officially Sue Storm, which. Great choice. Great, great I think it's a great choice. You know, she's previously from Hot the Hobbs and Shaw franchise. She was just in the newest Mission Impossible. And she the one was before, before that. that. And I'm sure she'll be yep. in the ones going forward. Um, she's one of the best parts, too. She's she's really uh, yeah, she's compelling actress. And what I really like is that she's playing a villain in those yeah. movies. And I've, in this one, she's going to be playing the hero type. Mm-hmm. Are they going to keep her British, though? I don't. I doubt it. I can't. I doubt, I they're can't. so American. She's Ameri- from New York. They're so, so American. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. like the whole. Yeah. It's very core to their story that they're New Yorkers. Yeah. Um. So then, then we found out that um. You know, uh, Joseph Quinn for famous for recording um. Uh, Chrissy, wake up! I don't like this. Uh, I don't like this. <laughs> uh, he is. Uh, Forgot about that. Song. He's confirmed to be playing. That's not Johnny Sturm. As, as far as what I've heard, Joseph. No. 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 Jack Quaid wasn't confirmed. I've heard yeah, Jack, that it's Jack rumored nah. between Jack Quaid and Joseph Quinn, but no. neither has been d- decided. Ja- they came out and said Jack Quaid is not is not Johnny Storm. I would like to see that. But what we do yeah. know is that Jack Quaid is in the movie. And we don't but we don't know and there is some how speculation. How old is Jack Quaid, Liz? Can you look up how old yeah. Jack Quaid is? Or or Pat can do it. <laughs> He's thirty one. He's a little young to be um, Mr. Fantastic. I don't think he is. Yeah, I don't think so, he would be. But right now, we, we do know that Joseph Quinn is Johnny Storm. I know that for I'm certain. Gonna, the Vanessa Kirby casting, I think, is perfect. Joseph Quinn, I'm not 100% sold on it. I really like him as an actor, but I'm not 100% sold on it yet. Picture him on fire all the time. Is it working? That'll do <laughs> so, it. That'll yeah, do. I don't know. I don't, I don't know him too much for like his other... Like, Things, so Other I'm not sure. Things. I can't make a good call. So then we have um, the thing, 
No casting has been made yet. However, they did. Danny Marvel DeVito. said they were <laughs> looking for quote a fat white guy, which like what a thousand Jack Black lookalikes just were like, my time has come. Like I mean, I'm, we've heard um, Seth Rogen's name getting tossed around a lot. I, th I think he's no. too old, but no. I think he would be. I wouldn't hate it. I. He's just too old at this point. I just I I would rather them cast somebody a no name. An un, well, yeah. that's the thing. It's like you're just gonna see Seth Rogen. Although, did you watch the Fablemans? No. I'm that mm -mm. he did a really good job of not being Seth Rogen, but still the whole time I was like, that's Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah. <laughs> her, her, her. Anyway, he, didn't um, do, he didn't do the laugh or the voice or anything. So here's where Jack Quaid comes into the picture. Possibly Silver Surfer. I don't see that for him. Oh, either. so I could totally see that. for Yeah, him. that's what he's throwing. Right. And it's right in that age. He's got the right body type for it. He's got the right. Um, what's it called? I feel like he's got the right attitude that Silver Surfer would have. You know, you've seen a couple other yeah, movies. Pretentious. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the herald. Preppy. He's the herald of Galactus. Like, you know what I mean? So I just feel like it's a it's a underutilization of him. He's so charismatic. I mean, well, that's we don't know what capacity they're going to use silver surfer in though so right um but if there's he could one have thing like a lot Marvel, of gravitas like, with it though i just yeah, no, i don't i, agree I with don't that. think he's got the gravitas i'll be i'll, be, I'll say yeah. this there's one thing that marvel has like with a 98 percentile like always casting. knocking it out of the park and it's casting yeah so i've, um, I've heard uh keanu uh thrown around for silver surfer which i think uh, like his performance in the Day the Earth Stood Still reboot. Yeah. If he did something like that as Silver Surfer, I think that would be more the way you get like the elder statesman type actor. Yeah. You don't get fresh faced Jack Quaid. Yeah, but that's the thing is that the way, like, are you basing your thoughts on Silver Surfer, Surfer off of that second Fantastic Four movie? I how mean, he's just all, like stoic my, and like, my, yes. Lawrence Fishburne so and everything. So my exposure to him is more in the cinematic stuff. I haven't read the comics. Yeah. So you may be right about he's that. He's not as stoic. But still. He's, Gravitas, yeah, and I just don't see that from Jack um, Quaid. I don't know. He's been offered so many Marvel roles, and he's turned down basically uh, all of you're them. Talking I wonder about if the Silver Keanu? Surfer, yeah, yeah. I wonder if the Silver Surfer would be the one that he would be well, like. No, that would work, Mike. I completely agree with you. I was just going to say to Nick, I was like, well, we can't really trust the Keanu rumor at this point. If they're saying they're offering him something in every movie, it's just like he wants Ghost Rider. Give him Ghost Rider. Like that's what he wants. Oh, he said fuck. that's what he wants. And they won't get like, dude, he oh, can ride uh, his own Norman ass. Reedus. I know he was p kind of petitioning for that, which I think would be a good, it, that wouldn't be a bad fit. It would be, I wouldn't want him to be the Johnny blaze ghost rider. He could be some other ghost rider. <laughs> uh, so then the other thing is that officially confirmed Galactus is the villain of the fantastic four movie. When is, when was that confirmed? That was confirmed also on this hot mic, too. I didn't hear anything about that. Either. So Galactus, if you guys don't know, is, you know, he's he eats worlds like and he wasn't a cloud in in the comics <laughs> as they portrayed him in Rise of the Silver Surfer. Um, he he's is a, a big boy. purple pitchfork on his head. Purple pitchfork, that's right. And um, he is I believe he's a celestial. Yes, and I think he's, so. He's a big fucking guy. And the way that Reed Richards originally defeated him, which is, I hope they bring this he, into the movie. He found the, the exhaust port in the back of, <laughs> of Galactus's suit, and he shot a laser was, beam up in there. No, it was no, his no, asshole. It was no bigger than rats. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that they did this. Okay, I just did this on accident. But anyway, yeah, so uh, that's what he looks like. He's He's got a cool... 
I think he's got a cool look to him. I don't. I just don't know. Like, is it going to be World Eater Galactus? Or are they doing something where it's the Galactus before this Galactus? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Galactus Prime. I don't think it's worth <laughs> wasting Galactus on one. Well, movie. here's here's why I don't think Galactus is a good idea. Personally, he's too big. He's too big. It's how you're gonna frame him up in camera. <laughs> um, you're already so we don't know what's going on right now with um, Jonathan Majors. With uh, what the fuck is his character's name? Um, Kang. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Kang. <clears throat> I hope they pivot and they get a different actor, but also they could pivot and make him the big bad. Oh, and make Galactus. Absolutely not pivoting, my friend. Well, yeah, because he's in <laughs> season trailer, two of Loki, yeah. which <laughs> that's true. That'll be interesting, but. Whether or not they get a new actor after Loki or I don't know what's going to happen. But Galactus is, I think, you save him f as a big bad. Yes, I You don't make that. him the Fantastic Four's first outing. This is like, also the why third, would you do that? This is also the third big face villain in the MCU. You know, Dormammu, Arshim, and Galactus. It's like, is one of them going to eat the planet or not? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? No. So... <laughs> uh, no, no, no one's eating my uh, planet. Then no one's eating the planet. So um, Mike confirmed as Johnny Blaze. Now I could see Galactus going on for one movie in the sense that they set him up. Yeah, and they introduce the weapon that Reed used to defeat Galactus the first time that they met. Proton tor the torpedo, <laughs> tiki torches. Anyway, tiki torches. <laughs> um, so uh, what happened was. I believe Reed went to the Watchers, and the Watchers told him that they couldn't intervene, but for this one time they will or whatever. Oh, anyway, you mean like they did Reed, in the in the Marvel What If series? Yeah, yeah. And they do all the time. That's kind of their thing, you know? So <laughs> they have no principles. <laughs> so, then, so then Reed comes into the possession of this weapon called the Ultimate Nullifier, and... It would destroy Galactus. It destroys canon events. But it would destroy, <laughs> like, entire sections of the universe, like, stuff that Galactus would use to feed on. So it wouldn't, it would kill, like, either way, it's one of those things where, like, Galactus ends up, ends up retreating from our, so he's, like, still out there type of thing. But they never actually killed him. He's got no food, so he's like, I'm hungry, I yeah. gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, so, anyway, uh, the only last thing I gotta say about Galactus is that big screen leaks said an offer was made to quote a big name actor in April, but he has heard nothing back since. Antonio Banderas? I've been hearing his name tossed around for months for Galactus. For Galactus. Probably not. Interesting. Yeah. That's not a bad choice. I don't hate that. Um,. However, I mean, would, I think he they would should, do his same normal accent. Yes. I think they should just go with the catch all. Just Javier Bardem, the ultimate, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate scary guy. You know, give him a bowl cut and you're fucking dead, bro. <laughs> um, Honestly. OK, so then here's one name I haven't heard tossed around yet. And I think it's more important that they get this character right than Galactus, because you're right. Galactus can be used too as, soon can be used as a big bad now this guy who you're about to say has to be a big bad makes way more sense it makes way more sense to introduce him as the villain in this movie and then have him become like remember how loki was the villain in yep. thor and then he's a bit he's a big guy in yes, avengers yes, 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 i yes. feel like that's what they should do here <laughs> doctor doom hasn't been mentioned yet but i would be very surprised if at the very least um, Victor Von Doom didn't show up. You gotta not Doctor Doom. Yeah, it yep. would be it would be such a waste. They all get their powers at the same time, right? Like they all no, they, are in that spaceship. To, yeah. That that's how it was, works. It was Doom. I don't think 
in the last two incarnations of I mean of the canonically Fantastic, in the comic books. Well, that's that's what, there's been so many reboots and retcons at this yeah. point with this. The thing that they have to get consistent about Doom is that he's friends with Sue. Is that he's friends with Reed and he's dating Sue because that's their love triangle. He's frenemies with Reed uh, Richards. <laughs> and the second thing is that they all have to get their powers at the same time. So I'm get so he has to be there, right? Like, and he's he's they're supposed to go to school together, so he's around the same age. He's and also. He's eventually supposed to become the leader of Latveria. That's what I want yeah, to see. I want to see that's the, the story. Yeah. Like all the Sony movies that are um, about, like they have their villain verse. This would be the one to do, like a yeah. political leader, and it, rather than like, oh fucking uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson gets a drop of tiger's and, blood, yeah, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks because I listen. I'm sure Captain America and Iron Man are coming back in Secret Wars in some fashion or another, or the Kang Dynasty, right? But the thing is, is like, I don't want them to cheapen it, but I'd love for them to get Captain America to talk with Doctor Doom at least once, because the thing that's so compelling about the two of theirs relationship is that Doctor Doom actually respects the fuck out of Captain America for this reason and this reason alone. Because he's a man about his country. I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like they're both nationalists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ultra nationalist, Dr. Doom. So, I'm trying to find our fan casting um, for, for uh, Fantastic Four from how, whatever two years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. they'll probably I well, I'm guessing that if they're gonna have Galactus as the main villain, they're probably gonna include Victor Von Doom in some like part of this, and that'll probably be like the post-credit scene that he's actually becoming yeah it's something doom. like that like they get they they you can't just throw dr doom in as like a he's got to be he's got to be another big bad you know what i mean yeah um rami malik is my choice for doctor for doctor doom. doom for victor von doom how old is uh is rami malik right now is he around 35 that sounds about right to me um 42 holy shit no fucking way. 42's Mr. Robot? <laughs> Freddie Mercury? All, all this time. <laughs> all right. What if they just brought um, James Franco back and had him play Doctor Doom? <laughs> Where are they bringing him back from? As in like the, like the Green Goblin kind of like, uh, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I mean. From, from jail. To be fair, Doctor Doom doesn't really fly around on anything. He just kind of. Stands rolls with an iron yeah, fist. Yeah, it rolls with an iron fist. <laughs> I mean, it will also be interesting. Um, I mean, with everything going on with like Russia and Ukraine, to make your your central, uh, maybe not antagonist, but um, you know, an antagonist in the universe, the ruler of a fucking European country, that you could do some social commentary in there. That'd be cool. Yeah, and here's what I don't mm -hmm. need. Actually, if Deadpool does this, it's fine. Every other character is not allowed. To laugh when Victor Von Doom is just when Dr. says Doom, his name. Yeah, when Doctor Doom is just like I am Doom. Like no one's no one's allowed to go. Oh, is that really his name? Uh -huh, you hear, audience, let's. Nah, That's the thing. It's nah, he just play. said that. Didn't we do? We did that bit in Spider Man. Did that just happen? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, the last bit of casting news for the Fantastic Four that I would like to. Um, share with everybody is for Reed Richards. So Marvel is not finished with Adam driver yet. According to uh, many sources that he is the number one choice for them. He, uh, he's not the first high profile actor of this size to turn them down, but he's not turning it down because he doesn't think he's right for the role. 
He's turning it down because apparently he said that uh, he can't connect to the character. And he is afraid that if he can't connect to the character, Who that the can? audiences won't. Yeah. yeah. So they're not done yet, though. Matt Smith is up. And I think then, he'd be an interesting And choice. then there's somebody else, too. But, but I mean, like, they're going back and even making script changes mm-hmm. for Adam Driver because they want him so bad. And not only do they want him badly, they they're gonna use the fuck out of him for the you know. I th- to me, I think you run into the issue of he's too ho- high profile. Um, I, again, with like I think Vanessa Kirby is the perfect level of we know who she is, but she hasn't really done anything that just has defined her career yet. Yeah. Um, and I think you would want to do the same thing for Reed Richards. It's fine. Yeah. I think if your villain is a big name, because this movie's not about them. Um, that being said, I also heard rumor, um, I don't know if you've ever watched Nando V movies, um, but I get a lot of my movie news from him, and he was saying that they're talking about making the Fantastic Four movie, making Sue the main character. Yeah, like your, it's her hmm, perspective. Right, which I think is a great idea, because she's That's the one cool. that always gets ignored in the previous movies. Yeah, and they and they, they waited for What's-Her-Name to sign on, and then they added yeah. the strip scenes. So like, yeah, of uh, was, Jessica Alba? Yeah, so they were, they were always yeah. uh, kind of a bunch of pigs putting together. Yeah, so I think that's a good way to kind of refocus this movie, and like, because it's, it's always about Mr. Fantastic, yeah. so... Um, well, you don't need, I, I you don't like need it, a big name actor in that role. Ultimately, I would like it to be maybe it's from her perspective, like how she views the world and how she sees these things. But I mean, more in line with like, I still want the all, the rest of the ensemble to be full fledged characters. You know what I mean? I still want. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, all of them it is an movie. ensemble movie yeah, at yeah, the end yeah. of the day. You're, that's your viewpoint character is yeah. um, Sue Storm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw t- um, people were thinking Penn Badgley. The Ooh. guy from you, yeah. as um, I, I'm always just Reed like Richards. concerned about age. Not that that's the end all be all, but you because they all grew up together. Because time is never ending and it continues mm. to go on. Uh, I don't think Reed and Sue grew up together, right? Didn't they all go to school together? No, or so no. he I guess, meets her. I'm pretty sure he meets her. Well, how old is like Penn the, Badgley? The then? Baxter, the Baxter building. The Baxter He's 36. Building. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I guess maybe you want him to be a little bit older. Um, Vanessa Kirby, I think, is around 35. Joseph Quinn is like 31. Um, yeah. And then you want Reed Richards and um, uh, Doctor Doom, a Bruce Grimm to be about the same age. Oh, yeah. oh not Ben Grimm, ben not Bruce Grimm. Bruce Grimm. Bruce Grimm. How about Bruce Campbell as Ben Grimm? Okay. <laughs> All right, I'd yeah, so it. that's all the stuff we have for the Fantastic Four casting news. Listen, I just hope that they are taking their time to get this right. The problem, and here's the thing. This is fucking agonizing. I don't want to hear about every step of production in Superman, in Fantastic Four, Deadpool, or most importantly, we're going to have to do all this shit again in, like, fucking two years when the X-Men casting start. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> but that's what they want. They want to. I know they want to drum it. up the hype and everything, but it's just one of those things where like somebody finally made a point of just like, why am I hearing about every step of production with Superman legacy? Why am I hearing about when the first draft is done, when the final draft is done, how they're now they cast everybody. Am I going to hear what the that's, fucking hairdressers are getting paid? Like what's happening? Nice. Like, so they just want that shit in the news cycle. Yeah. Like, yeah. They just need to find a way to keep it alive. It's so. also become a cottage industry for like us, people like us to be talking about this shit. So, so yeah. anyway, don't compare me to cottage. Anyway, um, <laughs> Wonder Woman three is in development. Surprisingly with yeah. Gal Gadot. 
And good who would have thought? Dude, there's a whole fucking debate on how you say her name, and she's said it two different it's times. It's pronounced Kalel. Kalel. <laughs> anyway. Kalel. So, uh, no. Gall has confirmed on her Twitter that she, James Gunn, and Peter Safran are developing a, quote, Wonder Woman 3 together. I don't think it's actually going to be Wonder Woman 3. I think it's going to be a third Wonder a, Woman. Uh, a, a requel of sorts, like the Incredible Hulk was in, gotcha. in that, but they're, you know what I mean? And they're going to do it in the style that they're choosing for this DCU. Good. And they're going to fit it in that canon because, listen, their whole thing with James Gunn said in that video is that he said he wants to keep the things that work and get rid of the things that don't. The Batman series they're keeping, obviously, because it worked. The Joker movies we, they're oh, keeping. But as in separately. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, elsewhere, because yeah. it's because it worked. Wonder Woman, though, is one of the, the first Wonder Woman movie like is is one of the it's one of those comic book movies it's one of like debatably it, it's up there with like the upper echelon of comic book movies and it made fuck tons of money and the one thing everybody talked about loving was her even when you watch the second movie you're like yeah this movie's ass but you know she's at least good as she, Wonder she Woman. was born to play that yes, part exactly. for sure so, i mean yeah. the same way that henry cavill and, was born to play superman he was just handed hot garbage uh, right yeah, and Mike, so, please don't kill yourself. So with her, I feel gonna. like they can still wring some dollars out of that. So they're just gonna well, move that so right along. You and I talked about this, but they they say they're working on New Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot is working on it. Doesn't say that it means that she's gonna star in it. So I'm wondering if there's a possibility that maybe she now becomes like a writer producer somehow in the series, and somebody else takes up the mantle, or she becomes like. You know, uh, uh, a st- elder states woman of the of the franchise and passes the mantle down or something. You know, what I, I mean? can see that happening, but I don't see. I can see that happening in like mm. five to ten years. Yeah, I don't see that. Ha- that is her bread and butter, and she is in her prime right now. I, I was I was gonna say for the same a thing. second she even took a meeting without consider without it being an absolute certainty that she is playing Wonder Woman. Like there's no way. There's but for no me, it, it always comes back to for me. There's the stink of the Snyderverse, and I don't care how good she is. It's I'm always gonna think back to Wonder Woman seventy six or whatever 80, it was 19, 80, 84, 84. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I, I. That's why I think that they've put her in like where she had the cameo in Shazam and she had the cameo in the Flash. They gave us like the last little drips and drops of the Snyderverse Wonder Woman, and now that like there's probably going to be like, okay, you got your fill. That's her. That's the done part. Yeah. Well, this that, is the new version of her. It certainly felt like. Um, it certainly felt like this weird thing where like. Um, when you see those cameos of her in those movies, it's like they have reduced her entire character from being one of the staples of this franchise to being nothing but fucking cameo material, like for their, for closing out their cinematic universe. And what I also find to be hilarious is that not only did the rock get bounced back into fast and furious because his DC <laughs> movie sucked at the end of the new fast and furious movie spoilers, uh, Gal Gadot gets bounced in there too. And they bring her character back from the dead. So she could have a paycheck. So like, it was one of those things where this was going the wrong way. Um, but the fact that they, now that well, when you think about it upon retrospect is like everything after Shazam coming out is all in James Gunn's hands. 
they cut the Superman cameo out of it. They cut everything with Henry Cavill that they could, right? Mm-hmm. They kept Gaul, though, in all that. That's and now point. I'm thinking now is that, like, were they keeping her specifically to remind you that, like, this is Wonder Woman and we're keeping her? And you, you know, but they, and you, but do you guys also, remember, though? What about Batman the Flesh? And they just released that movie. Well, I mean, well, Nick, we know why they can't keep Ezra Miller as the Flash. It's because he's a criminal. Right. Is number but one. But what I'm, they could have. Again, they could have pulled a Batgirl and just said, "Into the dumpster fire." Wait, wait, wait! Did you not? We've, did we've, you not hear about the postmortem of Flash? Like what WB's expectations were? Oh, they they, were they really thought I was going to go gangbusters. Opening as big as the Dark Knight. Expectations hadn't been that high since the Dark Knight. I know that's what they were saying publicly, but behind closed doors, did they really expect that? I, I, that's no, the no, no, only no. way. If they this were was like, not they a public thing, all this that was, money. This was not. You're absolutely right, Mike. This was not a public thing. This was something that was said in meetings leading up to the release. That's just absurd. The, the, <laughs> the uh, um, there's so there um, so plus there's no way they were writing off three hundred million. They just no U.S. government is gonna be like, you made a three hundred million dollar mistake. Some hundred. Well, we I mean, the other yes, way. they but, did. But, um. Now they can. And the other thing I'm thinking about now is that James said that he's James Gunn said that he spoke to her when the DC like, you know, the new the new heads took over, like they took a meeting with her. Right. And then she did that tweet about how no matter who is writing or directing it, basically, or where she goes, she will always be Wonder Woman. Right. Now everyone thought that meant like okay she's she's in our hearts she's and number minds. one like of course like you always go back to number one right but no I think she meant that literally I think she meant like hey Patty it was great but I got like I'm out my money bag is going that ship. way so you have fun with Star Wars if that's even the thing I'm going over here yeah. like you know what I mean I'm sure that was a rough phone call you know hey it's business yeah. It's show business, not show friends. It's not personal. It's business. Okay. And with <laughs> that, so um, it's, it's uh, what's it called? Um, it's just, I'm, I'm excited to see that she's still going to be a part of it. What capacity, maybe a mantle change. Who knows? We'll see. Don't bring Kristen Wood back. That was a mistake. <laughs> not, I mean, again, it was, she's like, that's not lady. on her. That's just like a poorly written character. I th- yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that's the whole thing. I, I don't want to go any further in this conversation, but I do think it's worth saying the Snyderverse was a failure from the production side, not from the performance side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was not, Valid. it was not a, it was not a good thing. They had some incredible actors and just, just, just drove them into the ground. So I realized that we have an invincible season, uh, season two trailer, uh, thing here on the script. We uh, look forward to it. Uh, yeah. We look forward to it. I haven't seen it. The only thing that I have of note to add is that the possibility of Spider-Man being in this season of Invincible is absolutely through the roof. Mike and I talked about this last time mm-hmm. he was here. I, we didn't do it for the show, though, but I'll just fill you in real quick. So and so Sony's like, well, we're not doing a streaming service because we're smart. So we're just going to license all of our movies yes. to Netflix and Amazon. Their Spider-Man movies are currently on Amazon. So remember how I was talking about how now you can do like watch parties with your Twitch Prime subscribers and everything, and you guys can oh, all do Amazon. a watch yeah, along yeah. and watch Spider-Man or something together. Part of the contract was not only does Amazon have to make Spider-Man cartoons 
out of the villains and like TV shows oh and my stuff. God. Amazon said, all right, well, we can't make a Spider-Man TV show, but we reserve the right to use Spider-Man in a TV show. And, and Sony was like, all right, we're cool with that. Fuck it. And, and does, does Marvel precedent. have anything to do with Mar- this? Marvel has no say in this because Sony owns the, the, right. the media rights. But I wasn't sure if maybe there was some, based on their new whatever. Yeah, Their incestuous yeah. relationship yeah. was. Well, <laughs> um, but either way, all this, um, all this basically came out in the washes list. There's precedent for this because there have been comic book crossovers between Invincible and Spider-Man. And actually one of those storylines was really compelling. Um, and this season kind of sets up some of those things. So it's one of the, it's, it's, I'm just saying the, 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 it's not, nothing is confirmed. It's just a rumor. But I mean, like if there was any rumor that's true, that's coming out around this show, it's probably this one. No, do we think we Oh, get... Josh Keaton is also in the voice cast. Yeah, I was, I was going to say plays Spider-Man. Who's Josh Keaton? All of he's played Spider-Man's voice for the last like oh, 10 years. Okay. He yeah, was, there's Josh Keaton. There's Tim Robinson. There's Peter Cullen. Tim Robinson. Peter Cullen. Oh, oh yeah. I thought Optimus you meant. I, I thought you were saying Tim Robinson voiced Spider-Man <laughs> in the past, and I was like, no, what? no, no, in this, in this, yeah. Optimus. Uh, Prime there's a lot of really, this, really cool. Like, Paul F. Tompkins, Rob Delaney. Oh, I love yeah. Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Josh Keaton's in the cast, and he played. Um, you remember Spider Verse when that one random cartoon Spider-Man said something, and all the Spider-Man were there? He's like obviously 2d yeah spectacular 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 spider-man that's him that's josh keaton because he's the um that's like the fan favorite cartoon or whatever so yeah we're gonna watch this because it's probably gonna be good the first season was great so all right comes out november 3rd jk is back good i'm glad of course omni man will also be in uh mortal Kombat. anyway um will there be a nude mod <laughs> a big slinging yes. dick, just, yes. just massive gutters, and just a yes. third leg. It's like a rat tail, just on the wrong side. Anyway, oh my god, god. <laughs> So with that, uh, we saw talk to me this week. It's our main topic for this week. Um, we're gonna start with non spoilers as per usual, and then we're gonna go into some spoilerific stuff. Um, then we're gonna. Open the door. Oh, that's really fucking hot. We're gonna open the door to spoilers. <laughs> that's what you get for the fucking around. That's, well, maybe they shouldn't make a fucking candle I, see, out of the, a, a candle holder out of metal. I, that should be glass <laughs> or ceramic. Why the fuck is it metal? Both of those get hot. Still, you know, it's for because it, it's you know it's for the motherfuckers that go hard. All right. Yeah. You know. Well. <laughs> For those of you who are, who are only listening, I held up a candle and burned my fingertips. I now he's got no hand. fingerprints for the next two weeks. Yes. So he's going to go commit a, st- a string of crimes. Yeah. Okay. And he's going to give away PlayStations. Anyway, so um, we saw Talk to Me this week and we we took a week off last week because it was just a barrage of movies and ice since, cream cones yeah, since <laughs> from may all the way to end of june so we took it we took it everybody took a santa claus everybody took santa, <laughs> everybody claus. Took a santa claus and then um we we were like well, what are we gonna do this week and i remember we talked about doing not talked about i said it a couple times uh and we're gonna do that next week you didn't even say what we talked about <laughs> i don't want to say it again don't worry about it don't worry, don't worry about, about it. it don't worry about we're it. we're gonna do something cool we're next week it's a good one see we're in non-spoilers um, you can't yes, ruin it 13 yes. cool things are happening next week <laughs> so, 13 <laughs> reasons why you need to watch next week's episode so uh um, not kill yourself <laughs> 
I put it all on little tapes. They're really inconvenient to listen to. This technology absolutely is not accessible in 2018, but we're going to pretend it is because it's dramatic. Go get it. Go get it from uh, Urban Outfitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it'll, conversation it'll cost, is my 13th reason. It costs $600. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Liz. All right. Anyway, so um, uh, we took a week. We took the week off, and uh, there was a bunch of movies that came out this week. I mean, like, holy shit. Um, the Meg came out this week, the, or Meg okay. Two, the trend, the Meganing, yeah, the Meganing. Um, this is just Aquaman. Yes, this is what it is. Uh, TMNT came out, and um, Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion, and then and then and then Talk to Me came out, and so believe it or not, I was like, oh, man, there's just there's too much to see right now. Like I don't know if I can make, I don't know if I can make it, and uh. Then I saw uh, our old engineer Jess Rossi tweeted that she saw talk to me and she got and she said that she fucking loved it and like was and she ended up seeing it twice. Wow! I was like, all right, well that's a fucking endorsement if I've ever heard one. So I decided to go check it out, and uh, we saw it on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday and for about a full hour. I thought we were seeing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, because he goes, there's a 515 showing. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Do you want to get these seats? And he goes, oh, I got your ticket through AMC's Entourage um, thing. And I was like, okay, great. You can great. bundle all your A-list friends together and you can all get tickets together now. Nice. So it turns out that there was a 515 of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Talk To Me. So I was about to buy a ticket for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and he was buying a ticket like, for Talk To said, Me. She said, should I get G9 and 10? And I said, oh, I already got eight and nine because I was buying the same seats yeah. just yes. for a different show. <laughs> so This is an hour into Talk To Me and she's like, where are the turtles? The turtles <laughs> come out? I was promised turtles. I like turtles. And it's animated. And it's animated. <laughs> All right, so um, all right, so do you guys watch this at home or? I wound up going to the theater last night. Okay, after thanks. all, I wasn't going to do it. Oh, by the way, Liz saw your text that you sent me <laughs> when I was drinking a beer. She said, "I just saw your fo- your your wrist light up." And I said, it's "You're a, no help." Astro, you're no help. <laughs> yeah, I was I was asking Pat. I was like, "Is it worth going to see in theaters, or should I watch it at home?" And he's like, "I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know." Listen, I'm. Listen. I got a beer. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was, and I was like, "Well, uh, do you think it's worth the trip to the theater?" Because I remember you saying the first half was good, mm-hmm. and then the back half you weren't so into, and you're like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't." I'm glad I went because I fucking thought this was awesome. I okay. thought the yeah. whole thing, a hundred, all the way through, was incredible. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I agree with Nick. Mike, what about you? What do you think? Honestly, like, I'm not a big horror movie guy, and you guys know that. When we do these, I do them a little bit begrudgingly. <laughs> um, this was great. I I watched it at home, and I honestly might go see it in the theaters. Just like I might go see it a second time. I was really super surprised. It was the right amount of novelty. It was the right mm-hmm. amount of kind of camp. It had like so, I mean, the lead actress's performance was unbelievable. She I was even so think good. You're right. Her performance was outstanding. But I think the whole ensemble cast. Yeah, they were like they felt so real, like just a bunch of dumb teenagers. So that yeah. um, and I I actually got a message from somebody that read my review, my quick like little tweet review that said agreed. I felt by the time. By the time that it got to the end, I just wanted to go home because I said that I feel that this movie 
flies so fucking high for the first 45 minutes. And I know the exact scene that it makes a turn. I think I called it out when we watched it. The exact scene, things start to go awry for me. And, I- and here's the thing. It's not even that it's that much worse. It's just such a steep drop from the quality that was that was bursting at the seams. Yeah, no, it was. um, No, we can talk about this in spoilers because I. I, I I'll give you the exact line in spoilers, but I can just tell you it was the first hospital scene, the exact Mm. midpoint of the movie where I was just like, "Oh no, no! Why are the characters saying really stupid shit all of a sudden?" No, they were so smart oh, I, and likable before. What the fuck happened? Like that's. I, I feel. I get what you're saying. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's the middle. It's like the middle, like the fifty to seventy five percent of the movie. I, I would say that right there. Yeah, I, that I would chunk agree right there. And then the beginning and the and the very and even even the little bit of the end as shocking and like as a good wrap yeah. up to the story as it was, I still felt like it was a little cheap. Uh, I, I yeah. would, I, I was good with it. I agree with Mike being that there's a little bit of sag in the middle to mm-hmm. get us from the setup to the payoff. There were some kind of, you know, like they made some decisions, Cliches. decisions that maybe you wouldn't make. That but was also, my problem. The, it's like an, it's an allegory for drug use. Mm-hmm. And, um, it uh, you're not when you're going through these types of situations. Would you say that you're it was not gonna heavy handed? No, <laughs> um, but like when you're in these high stress in, uh, situations, you're not always going to make the most logical decision. So I give it a break there, but um, I think that the the ending was an interesting spin on the premise. Um, my like you're you you and I are we're in the same ballpark about how seeing it sag. And you're exactly right. I just think it's on a bigger level. Like, I, I give it more shit because I thought it was so much. It was fucking wonderful. I was like, oh, my God. This is all fresh ideas. The execution's wonderful. Everything's compelling. It's lit well. There's a scene where the ghost doesn't know what the fuck is going on at one point. <laughs> and I thought that was genius. There's... There's these amazing fucking like uh, attack sequences that happen, and then it hits that halfway point, and then all of a sudden the cliches start to the cliches and the tropes of characters in horror movies start to creep in a bit. And here's the thing, like I said, it is not, it's not like it's a movie ruiner, but it's just it was so airtight before. That when all the leaks you were start you to were really let in. down because yes. you you were now like holy shit yeah this is I was game like changing. this is fucking crazy because like here's the thing I I always equate every horror movie that I see now to the Invisible Man from 2020 still there's, haven't seen that there's yeah. a scene in that movie where shit just absolutely there's no way that even if everything were fixed and perfect that that those characters lives could go back to status quo it's not possible they will have lifelong trauma from this this movie did a scene like that. And then couldn't keep up with it afterwards. Yes, I felt like a hundred percent. And I feel like it. It's when it sags, it only bounces back up on just enough to stick the landing that they were going for at the end of Act Three. I'm not saying this is a bad movie, but what I am saying is that it is not the the horror summer surprise that I, I was hoping for. I, I, we I always get disagree. a nice one in August, and I don't think this I, is it. I think it's fair to say that maybe there are some flaws, but. To, I do think it was one of the better horror movies I've seen in a long time. That it, it kept me. I think they did a really great job of making you care about the characters right off the bat. 
they were very likable and you didn't want shit to happen. And I was uh, constantly worried about them and it was uh, tense. And this is one of the few times I've been in a theater where I actually did like kind of cover up my eyes at parts. Which is weird because I feel like this movie had a, a big lack of like Actual, it wasn't like, gratuitous except yeah. for that. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't rely on jump scares. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, you are, it's gross in a lot of ways and uh, it's, it's gross. It's spooky. Some and then that yeah. one scene is just like brutal. A, so the visceral. illusion to, to brutality and visceral gore. It doesn't do it, but it alludes to it. There, I, there's one there's shot more. where it's incredibly gross. Yeah. And, and even then there was also, there was also some scenes of like, um, I mean, like, listen, I don't fault this movie for its scares. It's tense in lots of moments. I just felt like this, the first 45 minutes was a drama disguised as a horror film. And I was really into the characters and their struggles and their trauma. And then I just feel like the second half happens and all of a sudden it just, instead of focusing on drama, we, 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 we shift our focus to the horror movie elements a little bit more. And I just feel like you saw more of like... You you saw more of the uh, the production, the you, you the know what seams. I mean. You saw yeah, you saw yeah. the seams a little bit more, and then when it melds the two at the end, you know, I felt like the elements were so right. strong in the first half that when they think it's I don't know, it's just that one little bit. It's yeah. just like what happened. I, I um, think I think a big part of it is that, like you said, the first part is so airtight. It's so good. It's so great, and when they establish shit going wrong, I think they should have continued to devolve and just kept the pace and kept the pace and kept the speed because I wanted it to feel like the shining where like once you're in right. on what's going on and it's you know the train. premise of shit, yeah. then it just like, you know, it's a train ride and you know that it's just going to crash. Yeah. And it's like, I, I completely agree, but, but my whole thing isn't really a pacing issue. It's the characters start saying and doing dumb shit when they didn't say or do dumb shit the entire movie. I can, can't, you can't I can chalk elaborate that, up that on I can elaborate more on that in spoilers because right. I have two very significant examples and I felt like they were super like that shit that you see in fucking like C tier horror movies that were made for twenty seven cents and a nickel on <laughs> and a nickel. On uh so thirty two <laughs> cents on Netflix in like two thousand and thirteen. I felt I felt like I feel like everything so was harsh way stronger in the beginning. Um do we want to move on to spoilers? I, I have like one one thing that I want to say as far as like comparing this to other horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I think we should you know go yeah, through our scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so um I was thinking about it and what I would compare this to kind of uh stylistically is um like it follows um in the execution of the horror it feels like oculus and as far as the themes it feels like the babadook um so it's got like a lot of it it, not borrowing from but learning from these other really good and interesting and different horror movies it's funny that you bring up the babadook they produced that okay there you go so so um Overall, I want to give this like an eight and a half or a nine. Um, I thought it was incredibly well done. Yeah, for me, I'm still at a seven and a half. Uh, I think, um, like I said, I think it's so refreshing and fucking new and exciting in the first. <laughs> they had us in the first half. And then the the middle section just kind of just devolved into just regular horror cliches and like inconvenient 
I, I know a lot of people compa- complain about convenient writing. I'm complaining about inconvenient writing <laughs> in this moment. And um, and then the third act is very gripping, and it melds the the themes and the actions of the characters together well. But I just I wasn't as sold at that at that point. I was just like, come on, let's get to the end. Uh, Liz, what about you? Um, I really enjoyed this movie like a lot. I thought this. I don't know if this is as good as all of the horror movies we saw like last August. Um, it's that time of year, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so last August we also got Smile and Barbarian, which no, I did. Smile, Smile oh, was, was not until like September, that was December. October. Oh, really? It was that yeah. late in the it year. It wasn't December. It was like September or October because it was after American oh. Idiot was done. What did we? Okay, so well, we saw Barbarian. Actually, Smile's saw, a really good one to compare this to yeah, as that's well. How, yes. That's how I felt yeah. watching it. But I felt way more tense in Smile than I did. Agreed. This. Agreed. Um. So then, so Smile. Um, Barbarian, nope. That's what. That and was there August. was a fifth one that um, we saw. We did like five in a row. Smile, Barbarian, nope. That would be four, right? Yeah, but there is a fifth one. I'm saying Smile, Barbarian, no. nope. Um, number four. Number and four. There's also a fifth. And there's also a fifth. <laughs> Hold on, I'll tell you. I'm literally opening uh, up yeah, my AMC app. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think just uh, real quick, um, yeah. Smile. I think that, like you were saying, it's way more tense. That has more of the runaway train aspect that Mike is talking about. Whereas, yeah. like, I don't think this is fails for not having that. It's just doing a different thing. Pearl. Totally. Pearl. Oh, yeah. Pearl. And, Pearl. Uh, and X. X. There's your four and five. Okay. Yeah. So, if I think. No, it went nope, Pearl, Barbarian, Smile. And then what the fuck was the other one? Liz. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. So. Uh, comparing it to those, I think it's just scream. I didn't see that, so um, it's just as good. You're fine. So I, Fuck I, you. I really like the scream <laughs> franchise. Thank you, Mike. Um, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm okay with it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fresh. I thought it was some fun stuff going on. It was um, also funny too. Yeah, no, there were some good jokes. Honestly, can I tell you one of the selling points of this? I don't is think that, it's like comedy, but it's funny. No, there's the, funny the characters moments. are compelling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the big selling points to me is that they're Australian. <laughs> I I don't know why. I'm just like, hey, Nar! and there's a kangaroo. <laughs> yes, they're okay. That was really sad part, but like, you know what? I'm really glad these aren't such a stupid str- American teenagers running around. <laughs> yeah, such a strange allegory to use. I think it was great, <laughs> uh, Mike. What Mike, do you think? Ahead. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna sit with it with an eight. Um, I really I liked it too. I felt it was a cool take on elevated horror. It felt like a lot of nope and kind of like Jordan Peele type films, but it also felt like just like it's cool to see horror not doing really stereotypical classic horror tropes. And it's kind of like, oh, there's a cursed, you know, hand is the trope. But the way that it incorporates loss and grief right. and addiction, all of those really is a nice red thread. But I do agree with Pat where it's like it is riding super, super high and then there's a dip and then I don't think it bounces back up to the height that it was at in the you know yeah. first half. And like Mike, to to ride off what you're saying, it just made me think about, look, wait, did you guys see Evil Dead Rise? Not yet. No. I yeah. don't think Evil Dead Rise did a single thing that was brand new in that entire movie, but it did what it did so well mm-hmm. like that it just didn't care if you cared about the logistics of the characters or like but it still had that you right. know what i mean yeah uh, and it has like it re- no it it like has- you watch that trailer and it, it looks like 
we've seen this story a thousand times but it just looked so fucking good yeah um that i'm like i'm like i need to see this movie it was really good and there's a borderline oscar worthy performance in it and it has a legendary opening title card sequence it's insane so uh real real quick um i just wanted to go back to, to mike said this is a different take on elevated horror and i saw one reviewer kind of say something that i think is interesting while it does lean into the elevated horror uh, it's got like themes of loss and drug use and all that stuff it's not heavy-handed like a lot of these other movies are it yeah, is an easy entry point for some a casual viewer mm-hmm. who likes horror anybody can watch this and get something out of it i i I not like the rest of A24 where you have to have like a degree in, in, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to, to understand what's I, going on. Listen, I, I did watch this entire movie and not once did I think it was I would classify this as yeah. elevated horror. At there all. are I don't elements. classify it as yeah. elevated horror. There are elements of yeah, it. But, but I mean, I feel the, elevated I, horror sticks predominantly on one metaphor and rides that well, to death. You're, yes, you're absolutely correct. But I also feel like elevated horror has like turned into this fucking term where it's like, Oh, like if your movie's elevated horror, people immediately assume that it's more intelligent than yeah. others. And yeah. here's the thing: I think this movie's very intelligent. I but just because you execute themes through a certain purview of a story doesn't make it, in this instance, elevated horror. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think this was elevated horror. Like Babadook is basically an abstract painting in the form of a film. Yeah. This was not that. <laughs> All right. So right before spoilers, let's talk some box office. Oh, the most important feature of any movie, this, the box office. This movie Money. was produced for four and a half million dollars. Last weekend, it made 10 million. This weekend, we're up to 20 million worldwide. It just got an international release this weekend. Um, Do you know anything about the production? They're two YouTubers. Two YouTubers. Um, they were offered a bigger budget to shoot with an American production company, and they they refused the offer because they wanted creative control, and they had actors in Australia that they mm-hmm. wanted to use. The American production company would have had them using American actors. And I think it's great that this, like, it's a nice low budget yeah. indie creators that, so that really then, pulled off a home run. I didn't great. know that. And my selling point was like, they're Australian, and I like, honestly, one of the things I really enjoyed is that we didn't know any of the people. Like, it's not yep. Patrick Wilson. It's not uh, the Farmiga sisters. Like, I'm just like, you know what? Like, Jared Leto is, there's no, like, it's always a not, like, it's always a non-zero chance that Jared Leto might pop up in a movie. But in this one, it's the only 0% yeah. chance. Honestly, if he uh, had, right. though, I wouldn't have been So surprised. I saw this, orig- I saw the talk. To, so originally, this debuted with a 90-some. It's, it's resting at 94 after 230 reviews. This has gone up significantly. Last time I saw this, before I saw the movie, it was at 71%. Now that word of mouth is good, it's gotten out and people are seeing it and reacting to it. We're up to 80 So thank you, Jess Rossi. Yeah, so shout out to Jess Rossi. <laughs> um, gripping story, impressive practical effects. That's another thing, too. The practical yeah. effects yeah. were very good. Oof. They're so good, we didn't even you mention t- them. You, That's how you know they're good. You're touching me a lot today. <laughs> Touch him. <laughs> I like when people are in studio, Mike. <laughs> so, uh, Talk to Me spins a uh, terrifically creepy 21st century horror yarn built on classic foundations, and I couldn't agree more with that synopsis. So let's yarn. start spoilers. Let's All right. talk spoilers. So um, talk to me about spoilers. Let's just get going. All right. So number one, um, the when I keep saying the first 45 minutes, the hand shit. When they're like taking hits off the hand, like they're like, "Oh, we're we're doing ghosts tonight." We're, in we're the ripping house. bomb yeah. hits. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that <laughs> was fucking awesome. I was like, "This is awesome." Also, 
Somebody mentioned the cinematography before. Uh, you're absolutely correct. This movie is shot wonderfully. It's colorful. It's rich. The blacks are nice and deep, but it's not like things disappear into them. Right. It really plays with your expectations and what you're seeing in those. I I like those things too. The camera tracking um, to the actor's motion. Yes. Um, that's a really cool function in the cinematography. I love the idea that um, there's, there's a landmine here, but I like the idea that they're although it's like it like listen they're they're taking a hand and they're talking to ghosts right like that's the whole thing is that like and it gives you like this incredible high right but they even went so far as to like even include a belt that you have to like tie off with you know what yeah I mean? yeah and i didn't like, even think of that that's a good you know point. and like you kind of like when you get that initial rush it like takes your breath away almost yeah. like it, it there's really quite a lot of good attention to detail and i didn't even like dude i'm so fucking lame I didn't even realize at first that it like, oh, this is like what they meant like when like when you go to a party and everyone's passing around a bong. You know what I mean? Yeah. I only smoked weed with like no more than five people ever at one time. You know what I mean? So this whole time I was like, you was always chief. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Boy, that's, that's a deep cut right there. Uh I also think it's really worth mentioning the, like, I think I kind of touched on this earlier, the relationships between the characters, like, did such wonders. The relationship between Mia and Riley as being, like, a surrogate older sister, mm -hmm. um, like, the, their ride in the car and they're singing together, great. The the, the the clicks um at the parties and you know like oh we don't want her here and like the who the the two people who had the hand so fucking yeah. funny they yeah. were so engaging oh it reminded so... me a lot of Rocky and Bullwinkle yeah it was That's just like, were, like it was like, like such a thing like, one and thing two short, attitude yeah. the short scheming yeah. one and the tall idiot yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. that's really what it reminded me of and um I love okay so. If anyone is like interested in what the lore is on the hand, it is a medium's hand that is embalmed and covered with vinyl, right? Or a Satanist's hand. That's true too. There was there's no but that's the thing, they don't elaborate on that any further. Yeah. And like Which you should you don't have to. Because that's really not the point of the story. It's not like where did the hand come from? No, but I think See, that adds that, to it. Yeah. That I that I thought was the best part of it that it was accepted as normalcy like you didn't have the where is the hand and what is it doing it's just kind of like yeah guys you touch this hand and you see a ghost and haha that's fun <laughs> yeah like, and like that, that you know what Mike that's absolutely right there's no skepticism it's just like yeah. kind of this yeah. world where it's like yo bro we're doing hand tonight you in you know like uh, <laughs> um it's like me and my high school girlfriend we're doing hand tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, boy, Sam, you ever stuck your dick in that hand? <laughs> um, fuck, I had something and I lost it. Mike, you just brought the show to a crashing yeah, halt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll I'll pick it right back up. Anyway, um, moving, uh, just still talking about the opening. I like the setup between the characters as well. I How also about everybody always being on their phones. That was I thought great. that was a great yeah. motif, and just these like kids on their damn these phones. kids on their phones, and the uh, the reaction, the interactions that you get when you're talking to somebody who is not paying attention to you on your phone, that I thought was like great writing because usually when you see a movie, the communicate like they don't think about how people actually interact. They're just like, what are interesting lines that I can write? Yeah, uh, and I really liked that. Uh, you know, I'm also so glad that we didn't get 
footage of the phones and the people on like you know what would have looked like the instagram or like the, the tiktok Snapchat. video that was taken yeah. on the phone right. of that oh because like i was like that would have just taken me yeah like that it would have cut to what that looked like yeah well because i feel like that would have just taken so me out of it we did get it by 16 like but it, the movie yes. didn't cut to yes. that yes. yeah no, but i i it also wasn't liked, a focal point yeah either. How, like, we're introduced to it by, like, these two girls sitting on the bed. And she's like, I want to go do this. Like, yeah. that's, yeah. like, such a, I feel like such a teen experience that, like, it made a lot of sense for the movie. And then we never saw footage like that again, which was really also, good. Also, um, I can completely relate to the one chick where she was like, where's the party tonight? You know what I mean? Like, she's like, there is no party, mom. Like, there is none. And, like, she's, like, going to the brother and asking and all that shit. And it's just like, there is no party you're just being paranoid. Yeah, I had I've had multiple conversations with my parents like that, like as a teenager. So I felt that. And then you pulled like, out oh. your eye. Yeah, <laughs> and then I pulled out my gun. No, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess we should talk about. So they do the hand. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's crazy!" But remember, in this particular scene, the first time they're doing the hand, for whatever reason, the ghosts keep calling out Riley. Yeah, they keep calling out Riley. They want him. They want him. They want him. And um. <laughs> He's got a pretty mouth. He's <laughs> got a pretty mouth, boy. And then they end up having another session at the the white chick's house. Yeah, uh, pull up the characters' names because I don't. Other than like yeah. Mia and Riley, I don't remember um, anybody's names. It is. Um, oh my! Wow, she's not even. Why is she not listed? Um, not important. Jade. Jade. Jade yeah, that's Jade's it. house. Yeah, Jade's, Jade's house. Riley's older brother. Let's name my cat. Anyway. Um, Tell him. <laughs> Let him know. So <laughs> call him, point him out. All right, so, so we're gonna start calling yeah. the uh, the two people with the hand. They're Thor and Loki. Yes, Rocky and Bully. Joss and Haley. We're doing cats now. Okay. Oh, sorry. All right. So then, uh, and then, then mom cat was going around the house. Yeah. And be like, where's the party? Yeah. So um, everybody does the hand. They're having a great time. And then the fifth, and then the fifteen year old wants to do the hand. So they're like, no, 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 no fentanyl for you, buddy. And he's like, but, <laughs> but please. And they're like, okay, let's do it. So I, I, here is, there's, I don't want to say there's some confusion, but I think it's purposefully ambiguous as to what goes on in this moment. The first thing is that it's like Mia's mom comes through Riley and like starts mm -hmm. speaking to him. Right. And then they let it go past the 90 seconds which, how would you even test that? Has this happened before? Um, it's just the lore. You have to accept that. Yeah. Came, yeah. So, from what I understand is, the, there, there's that kind of setup scene in the very beginning with the two Which brothers. Incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really great. Had me gripped immediately. Um, he went past 90 seconds. Yeah. So, that's how they know if you do it any longer, yeah. uh, shit goes sideways. Didn't he also mention that they end they end up getting weaker the longer they're in yes. use, so they'll eventually leave. I yeah. also think what this was is the deal with the with like Riley. A, was he too young or some shit? We'll we'll, we'll no, get to that. that. It, I I think part it of it is up. like Go a ahead, prolonged Liz. use. Like the point is like with Mia and this kid at the beginning, they did it so much, which is like the you know the drug use analogy is right. they used it so much that they were seeing demons without it which is right. like the premise and then with this scene 
she's like so addicted at this point. She's like, oh, what's wrong with a 15 year old doing it? You know, like everybody should do it. Everybody should try yeah. it even yep. just a little bit. And then she sneaks it home in her book bag. And yeah. Like a fucking, like, yeah. And then, and I mean, yeah. like Riley could said, also be just like really susceptible to it. Like, it's like it's an child. Child. allegory for yeah. drugs. It's like where it hits people differently. And yeah. we know that so, he's yo, scared. Hit. And we know like he tried to go into his sister's room <laughs> because like the first time he saw it, he got really freaked out. Um, so like, he's and you probably get that just moment more... in the beginning when he, uh, his, his buddy tries to pressure him into smoking cigarettes, mm -hmm. but now that the cool kids are doing hand, well, he wants to be like, like a vulnerable zombie. Kid. Rhea also puts her hand on his face when he's sleeping. Yeah. So like, I, like I said, I think it was always pushing towards him anyway. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. the, but so then he does it, the two minutes happen. And then I guess I, I don't know what happens here. Is it? Is it the ghost of the mother that's being deceptive, or is there another it's ghost that's ambiguous. channeling her? Yeah, it's, it's like, ambiguous. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically he was there for too long. The other ghosts kind of came in. The like malevolent ghosts came in and were like, <laughs> "This fucker's got a portal open. It was like, I'm gonna take over him." <laughs> yeah, it was like, "Hey." I'm Dirty Mike and the boys, and someone left his car door open. Like that's exactly <laughs> for sure. Yeah, they yeah. got they got a whiff of that unlocked car, which was Riley. <laughs> they, so there's, I think there's more. And they all piled in like a bunch of clowns. <laughs> that old man at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's covered in ass. So I think there's multiple readings to it. It might have been in the mom in the beginning and then somebody else took over or it might not have ever been the mom. Mm -hmm. I don't think it really matters one way or the other. Yeah. Or it could have just manifested to Mia at that point. But then what happens is one of the craziest poltergeist attacks I have ever seen on a fucking movie screen. That was some hereditary level. That was brutal. That was like like talk that was like invincible episode three yes. when yeah. omni man yes. kills yes all, like it just comes out of nowhere and it's not only is it brutal but it's tastefully done like everything's in camera there's no like quick edits like it's and that kid is just so sweet and you like you're watching this this a great, really a great nice physical performance yes. from him too actually yeah. And you just really don't want this to happen to him. I know. Yeah. And all the actors are having such like appropriate real world reactions. They're like, oh my God, call 911. Yeah. And then these two kids are like, delete the video. Like, we don't want to talk to the yeah. cops. Like there is such natural, genuine, like high school kid reaction they're to, trying to what is going they're on. They're trying to take the, the fucking hand. <laughs> they're trying to take the hand out of his hand and it's holding on to it because that's the conduit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so then they're pulling, they're pulling, they're pulling. They finally get it out of his hand and like, the chair flies across the fucking room after kicking the sister out the room and the door closes. And then he starts slamming his face on the corner of a, a fucking shelf, uh, shelf or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yo. And then that last one that he was definitely going to die. He breaks her hand. He breaks her hand. Yeah, he was about to kill himself with yeah. it. And like, yo, his face. So all of that, everything up until this point has been amazing, right? Hold on. You, we didn't even get to the fact that Mia just goes into shock and it, like you hear like um, Saving Private Ryan type oh, audio where yeah. the room. Yeah, the shell shock. You're, like, you're, yeah, you're getting the shell shock audio and she just goes to the bathroom and washes her hands. Also yeah. about how um, he tried to rip out his eyeball at one point. Uh, yeah. That, that yeah. was the point, Nick, that that you were like this, I'm sure, right? Because yes. like, that was happening. Yes. I was watching it. I was like, no, nope, no, no, no. Like Pat said, they did not shy away from this. They were like, oh, he's going to take out his eyeball and you are going to see it. 
Like you're gonna be forced to see that. Ugh, it, yeah. That was just fucking. Gross. That's her right there. <laughs> that's, yeah, that was. It ain't me. What are these ads over here? Uh, <laughs> hey, Johnless reincarnation. Oh, why do you have what? that Anka ad over there? <laughs> um. All right. So we're gonna say about like. So this is where it takes a turn for you. You think the exact hospital scene is where it takes a turn? Yes. Now, is it because of uh, Mia leaving with Daniel? David, no, what was his name? No, that's fine. Daniel. It was because the sister and the mother, the sister was there and not under the influence of anything. They, like, she knows that Mia didn't drug Riley or give him anything. Like, she, like, it was as safe and innocuous as everyone else up until that point. There was no way Mia could have accounted for what happened to Riley. But there's not well, a no, chance. No, 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 no. Allowed not Riley, a chance. Mia allowed she Riley didn't to do want that. Riley. She didn't want her younger brother yeah. to be doing this at all. Yes. And Mia pushed for it yeah. to let. So it is her fault. Uh, yeah, but the, the whole thing was: Did you give him something? Were there drugs? No, that was the mom. Saying, the she mom thought saying, that. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. That's the problem I have is that these characters could have a simple conversation and no, no, put no. All of that Dude, conflict. To this bed. is an allegory about. Kids doing drugs. Yeah, and when I don't think it was asks, good in this When moment. mom asks, what were you doing? You lie. As a kid, you yeah. lie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, like, that's the thing is, like, she's covering for her best friend. We didn't give him anything. And technically, there weren't actually any drugs. So, that we didn't give him any. What are you going to say? Oh, we gave him a possessed hand and, and let him talk to fucking spirits? <laughs> I mean, like, but like that's Jade... kind of the conundrum. But uh, also, that's not my point. My point is that they pressed her on something that they knew that she didn't do. Is number one. Well, the sister and did. Number two, the sister did not. And, the mom did. And who number wasn't there. two, later on in the movie, this the the best friend accuses her of sleeping with the boyfriend, of fucking her boyfriend, and she's and number one, you one that kind of came out of nowhere. Number two, what happens next if that did happen? Like, do you guys still solve this mystery together? And number three. Why didn't Mia just say, no, I didn't? And Daniel said, no, we they didn't. They did say that. No, they oh, didn't. There was, they no, did. no, they no, didn't. Here's, there was here's no the, follow-up. Yes, they did. No, they did not. There was no follow-up <laughs> conversation to that. Here's, they then here's said, the thing with we that. can't worry about that right now. We got to try something or Riley's going to die. That's what they talked about because they, they, they immediately did talked have about this, the Campbell. They did have this conversation. And she they never did, denied they, it. No, they, they did. They, but, they did deny, they, all right. Before you don't calm down. They they said uh, the sister said what's her name J uh, Jade Jade, mm. Jade was like you guys slept together when you know somebody alluded to I woke up next to me and she was yeah. sucking my toes uh, and they were like it's not like that and then Jade doesn't let them finish and at one point uh, Mia says we have to do something you know like uh, about Riley mm -hmm. that's more and that's when the Rocky and Bullwinkle give Mia the the backpack with the hand. All of those things that you said didn't happen did happen. Maybe they didn't spell it out as much as they could have, but that conversation You're talking did about happen. at the second bus station. At the, yeah, mm -hmm. yes. yes. When that did happen. She says, you sleep with my boyfriend and you expect me to do whatever, whatever. Mia never followed that up with no, I didn't. It happened before that. They had, they moment. talked about it before. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they, yeah. I remember they uh, said they didn't canoodle, but they didn't explain what was going on. Because Mia right. doesn't no, give it, a shit. It, Daniel is the one well, who goes, it wasn't like that. Mia yeah. doesn't care about anything going on because she has extreme drug addiction and also wants to help Riley. Yeah. Right. So this Plus is like so far out this of is, mind. This is Emotional the point in the movie. Continue, Mike. This, yeah. is, this is the point in the movie where 
as Mia predominantly is the main character and the like, you know, the quote unquote narrator in the movie mm-hmm. in a kind of a way, this is the point in the movie where we fully she fully becomes the like not trustable narrator. Yeah. And like that, this is like, you know, she's down her schizophrenic, like weird path and we're still getting things from her perspective. We're still getting like the takes and kind of things. So it's almost like the things that are important or not important. She kind of doesn't give a shit about because she's just kind of figuring out about fixing this and getting her mom and she can do this and she can do that. So the the issue that I have with it isn't like what Pat was saying. It was that you do this big thing and you have Riley get completely fucked up. And then there's just such like a like the downturn of, OK, well, we got to go to the source and we got to figure out what's causing this and all of this and that. And it's you've taken away what you've already established as we know this. This is the drug. This is what everybody does. Our whole friend. Group we don't need any this. backstory on this. You don't need the backstory. You don't need to go back to the other guy. You don't need to try and explain it and him be like a moody little prick. Yeah, I do like, like I do like that aspect, how they didn't try to like quantify the hand or like try to like because like it doesn't matter no, where saying, you get drugs from. You know what I mean? I, like, I think, Mike, the, the while I do understand what you're saying. They need something to cat like now. Now we have a problem, and we need to figure out a way how to solve it. And that interaction with that guy was necessary to get the message across. The less you use it, the the least the less strong it is. Um, I feel I I totally agree. I feel like they could have done that with Mia almost using it more and more and showing the like opposite effect. Right. Yeah, because I get that at this at this, at this point, like I fe- I wanted more of a pull. I wanted because Mia is still almost leading this charge and it's like she should be doing it more and like you should see her more with her mom or this and like get like more and more physically. I, OK, so like, more more disheveled. with the mom. I think it's interesting because I think we see a rapid acceleration of the spirit's powers. So in the mm-hmm. beginning, you know, in the beginning, they're just basically communicating through the hand. And then by the end of it, they're they're like imitating people and giving her, you know, uh, making her do things, um, you know, showing yeah. her people that aren't there. I, I think it would have benefited from a little bit more of a ramp up rather than yeah. just all of a sudden they're extremely powerful. But I don't think it's that big of a problem. I, it's just something yeah. they, they could have. It's an hour and a half movie. You could have stuck an extra 15 minutes in there. I of did say increased. At the Liz that the movie could have been probably 10 or 15 minutes longer. And they could have, it could have fleshed out some more of the ideas. But I yeah. do like the idea of like when you look at it as an allegory of drug addiction and the hand is the drug that they're abusing. Like you don't care where the drugs come from. Right. You don't care who you're getting them from. You don't care how it works. You just know that it does. You know what I mean? And or then, if it's dangerous, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. I've done this before. It's not, I know how yeah, I feel yeah. we didn't get that with Mia enough in that portion of no, the I, enough, I, that's well, that's quite the opposite. I feel like it shouldn't be said at that point. If you're going down the hill of the unreliable narrator because she's so out of her mind at this point, then she wouldn't have even been thinking or worrying about those things. So why would it come up? I don't know. She if was unreliable. fighting her own addiction at a certain point to save her friends. I don't know because if, her mom, I don't know her if dead unreliable. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if unreliable narrator is the right term. I think, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're saying more is she's not thinking straight and she's not doing the logical next steps. Not that the yeah. story is showing you something that isn't didn't actually happen. It's just that the, the main character's focus is no longer on, okay, what's the next step? How do we do this? It's mm. I'm so wrapped up in what's going on in my life. I'm not thinking about... I need to solve this this argument with my best friend. I'm worried about getting my next hit. 
Right. What I what I would have liked a little bit more was a little more detachment from Mia and her friends yes. because of this kind of thing. And then a little bit more tension because you have all of that tension in the hospital when Riley's first in there. And it's like, we don't want you here. We don't want this. You could have like continued that kind of like crack that's going between her them. isolating herself but it kind of because yeah, of drug but it, use. Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of fi- almost like fixes itself. And they're like, well, we have to fix this because crazy Mia now says that we have to save Riley because something has to be yeah, done. Jade was like, like there's almost, not a lot of incredulous incredulousness from Jade. Or right. Yeah. She's else. like almost too on board with summoning more mm-hmm. demons yeah, to help her the brother. Hand back yeah. to the hospital. Like if I was Jade that at was this point, a wild scene too. Holy I, I would have been like, listen, like I told you not to do with this with my brother. You did it. Like I, I, you know, and then there's like this weird relationship you have with my boyfriend. This is strange. Like, right now you need to take a step back and like yeah. we're well, gonna they, let the medical professionals oh, yeah. handle this that's another good they thing to, to bring up they used too. to they used to be together they right? were together yes. and then there was tons of comments like remember that conversation yes. they're talking about oh him touching my coochie or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the the people at the party were yes, like oh Haley she's hitting on yeah. your on your boyfriend yeah, yeah. so even if that that conversation never happened at the bus stop uh jade is already convinced at this point yes. that something's happening Yes. It doesn't matter. And, and Mia knows that. It doesn't matter what I say. She already thinks this is happening. And so let's just. I just don't understand how two people could be, call themselves best friends and act like that. Hey, man. I'm sorry. Best I'm just not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not convinced upon that. I'm just not. Well, I don't buy yeah. that. I don't. That, that That is a conversation that if they were actually best friends could have been settled in five or ten But they're minutes. also in high school. And they're also in the middle of, uh, you know, this one of them is traumatic more, event. More of a reason to. And one of them like. is yeah, becoming a drug addict. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, jump ahead um, to kind of bring this thing into the station. I think that the latter half, obviously, you get more of Riley abusing himself and like that shower. That scene. shower scene is, oh, and his right. face is all. He looks like fucking uh, the Joker in the Batman movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really, he really does though. Right? Say, Similar, dude, like he was. Like, listen, I I worked in an ER for three years, and I've seen motherfuckers in motorcycle accidents that look better than he did. I mean, like, fuck me. Yeah, that, that was, was brutal. awful. Like, um. The then like the old guy laughing in the bed, the ghost. That was uh, that was something else. They got the ugliest people that they could have. Like they did such a good job casting these ghosts. I get a lot of its prosthetics, but oh, they got some Tim and Eric extras. My God, I have that to, was horrifying. I have to show you the guy with um, the big titties. I'll send it through Discord. Uh, in the ro- in the bedroom, <laughs> that ghost, the old man. Was that an old man? I thought it was a woman. Was it a woman? Which one? The one sucking on the toes? That yeah. was a woman, yeah. That was a woman. Why was sucking on them why toes? Why was she bald? Because she's just w- old and she, no hair. Because she died in some way she that looked, made her bald. She, lo- she was she waterlogged. like a man with breasts. I was like, strange <laughs> Wait, choice, Pat, can I, all right. Pat, can I, I'm going to send you the actor that plays the old man, his uh, IMDB. It's Zachary Quinto. <laughs> It's Cass Comerford. You have to pull up his photos and show them. Like I'm because sorry, what is this his name? man? Cass Comerford. Okay. Oh my god. But this <laughs> wait, just wait, just wait. Keep going. Full screen. This oh movie. no. Oh god. Wait, no. I'm sorry. When I said I, they were ugly, I meant like the prosthetics and stuff. Not no. Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, this shit. Yeah, I was like, this this man just plays. So you he's know, just a crazy old man. 
crazy old prospector. Yeah. Looks dead there. Oh, look at him with his with his bow tie. These oh, are, this Jesus is my Christ. favorite. This oh is my, my God. favorite. Oh, well, good boy. job, Cass. You were sufficiently creepy. Yes. You played your role yeah. well. Um do we want to just kind of speed run to, the, get end? to the end? Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the twist and it wasn't, I mean, obviously it was leading up to this, but it turns out basically the whole time they've been playing a giant trick on Mia. This is not about Riley. She's just being sold a, you know, like a, a lies. Um, she's tricked into murdering her own father. No, um, he doesn't die. Uh, he well, doesn't die. Yeah, but she stabs him in the neck with a pair of scissors. When yeah. you start well, to hear the mom go, "He's lying to you. I would have never wrote that note. He's coming. He's gonna come. He's gonna." And I was like, "I like, was oh, sitting there. I was like, oh, oh no, shit. oh no, like, oh no." She's saying, "Oh, no. oh I like, no." I was, I was sitting there. I was like, "I'm gonna see how this one plays out." Like, this is, very, I mean, like that's. I'm gonna play out. It's very out. much like what happened in Oculus. I don't remember the details, but I remember them playing a lot of mind games and she tricking the, the people. Light bulb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, oh, they was it like an whole, apple? Yeah, they live a whole life and they're still in the room or yeah. something. Yeah, it's very much like Smile in that. Smile too, as well. Yeah. yeah. A fake ending, so to say. But this, yeah. But like, so wait. The whole the 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 whole crux is that they they really want her. Yeah. Well, I think they. Uh, I, I think know. they just want someone. They want someone, but they're playing these mind games on Mia. She thinks she's being led to a solution by this ghost who is pretending to be her mom, um, when really she's being tricked into killing Riley while he's still like uh, under you know under the control of the spirits which would trap his soul forever with yeah. him when he yeah. really needs to just stop using the hand heal up and then he'll be good yeah so yeah. they trick mia almost like drugs almost like drugs the yeah. less you use them the less hold they have over you so they trick mia into thinking that she needs to mercy kill Riley, much as she couldn't bring herself to do with the kangaroo yeah, in the beginning, absolutely, which was a good wild to me. I was like, "This is her solution." I was like, "Okay, let's yeah. see yeah. how it plays out." Um, but like but the then when they go into the spirit, she, like the spirit lets her in, that was horrifying. Oh yeah, that yeah. was so gross, when, and you don't even see really anything, but just the flashing of imagery was horrifying. And like the little girl shows up. Yeah, yeah. at yeah. first I thought that was the plot twist. I was like, "Wait." Is Riley like actually like a little girl? His spirit is and a little girl. Spirit is, you know what I mean. Like I thought we were going like that down that direction. I was like, listen, I ain't hate. That'd be just, some elevated horror. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I ain't hate. That's I true. Just, I just want to see. I just want to see where this goes. That's yeah. all. I'm just curious. Um, um, and not only that, that little girl looked like my goddaughter, so it was even it a does. thousand times more oh, terrifying God. because yeah. at, out of out of anyone that like I, I'm gonna use the term murderous like that that you know you'd be worried like. Maybe. Yeah. It's possibly. And it, who you knows know? if that's Same. not another spirit that's masquerading as a cute little girl. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know? But it lets the spirit lets her into their realm where they're just torturing Riley. Um, and he looks so fucking scared. So that means he's being his spirit has been tortured for how how long? This, for days at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then. Uh, Mia brings, brings him to the foot of a fucking freeway and is going to push him into oncoming traffic. <laughs> These Yo, nurses in this hospital they, are they so suck. unreliable. Yo, all right. So I mean, the mom's like, uh, my son was right here. Where is he? And she's just like, he was right here a minute ago. <laughs> I don't, I, um, 
not to be that. I I didn't allow it to affect me in the movie, but I did think about. It. I was like, well, this. I mean, he they wouldn't have even gotten that far. Like they wouldn't have gotten not, past yeah, all the you got a suspension of this. Yeah, exactly. she would not have gotten into the hospital with those scissors in her back pocket. Oh, not at all. Uh maybe I carry it's scissors possible. in the hospital. Maybe in Australia, it's possible. It's possible. No, no, no. I mean, like down I, under, you could get. Into, uh, you could definitely get into some hospitals with scissors, no problem. Yeah, Pat's this tried. Is neither here nor there. But <laughs> yes, the there are there is on every hospital bed. There's a patient alarm. Like as soon as he moved the wrong way, they would have known. She but unplugged, that's, uh, Mia the, unplugged everything. Yeah, but that well, that it's bad. It's a battery powered thing. It's oh, one okay. of the. It's attached to the. Damn, bed. they thought this so whole thing through. If you unplug the alarm from the sensor, I mean the the sensor from. If it the stops alarm, getting power, yeah, then it's gone. It, it goes off if if you unplug it from the wall it goes off on a reserve charge like there's no fucking way they wouldn't have even got out of the room but that's besides the point i i was i didn't know who hit the car at first like when they uh, yeah, yeah from the driver you're not supposed to i was, I was literally like oh like I she was fucking like, did it shit. i was like who did it because i was sitting there like like grip turns out like, it was just a kangaroo yeah, yeah. hopping across the freeway well, because you've got you've got jade running in one direction you've got her standing there with like the mom in her hair going we'll love him forever we'll love him forever i'm oh, like oh you know what i thought that was that. a great tell the mom is like um i'll look after him we'll i will have him forever yeah. and then that immediately it's like they're, they're like we'll have him forever this is one of the spirits who's torturing yeah. his soul it's, yeah it's like which is why i don't think it was ever the mom i think it was just yeah. an evil spirit masquerading well, as there's mom. also a, there's oh. also a subtle difference between the real mom and the evil mom and the evil spirit mom shit under the fingers yeah. shit under the fingers but yep. also when it when it whispers in her ear throughout the movie it's way more grotesque the gurgling yeah it, like not yeah. only the gurgling but the face as yeah. well is way more it's fucked so up, up than yeah. like when you see it in wide shots or like when she's having the conversation in it with the mirror it just looks like the mom but yeah. dead whereas yeah. Yeah. that looks like a fucking demon bloated <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like corpse. it's all fucked up yeah i also think it's worth uh bringing up um the uh dan what's the boyfriend's name daniel yeah, yeah. Daniel. he mentions in a conversation i think when they go back to mia's place um like mia says oh i spoke to my mom and daniel's like well what they could i think they can see our thoughts and they can think you know they can see inside like, of uh, they know everything about us yeah they because can, they they said that daniel like didn't like jade basically yeah uh he makes you soft yeah <laughs> or she soft. makes you soft yeah um so they can see into our insecurities and they can, you know, they can see into our, our mind. Um, so now I think you're trying to stay hard and all your problems make me soft. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's an, also an important tell. Like that's where it was going. The mom was being, yeah. um, yeah. was a fake. Um, what was the other, the, the, the one, the other thing though, and we debated about this for a bit in the car ride home. At one point they mentioned it can imitate people. Well, uh, clearly it did. The, yeah. That's the thing though. It can only imitate dead people right well imitated yes. the dad yeah or oh. at least it showed it sh it yeah. may not have because it's... mia was sucking on the toes but she saw the spirit sucking on his toes yes so she like maybe it wasn't imitating a spirit it was just showing mia uh the dad strangling her and also if you remember in that very opening scene the brother who stabs his older brother mm -hmm. says you're not him and then stabs yeah. him so it's showing. Well, I'd him say it something could imitate. Else. It just fucks with your mind. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so then the, ultimately, in the in the ending when uh, she's pushing the wheelchair, I think there's a couple readings of what happens. 
what did you guys what like what do you think went down to cause Mia to to be the one that winds up in traffic? Oh, Pat thinks oh. I gave the movie too much credit when talking about this. This is that's exactly what you said to me in the car. Because I took it as like she jumped because she saw like it kind of as like a sacrifice. Like I can get Riley out of this situation if like I put myself in it essentially. Well, like, I'm thinking, so we saw that scene where Mia takes her hands off the wheelchair. So she clearly makes some type of conscious decision or has a light bulb moment. Yes. I'm being tricked. But I'm also wondering if it's, um, fuck, was I just about to say? So not, not so much to save Riley, but she realizes how badly she's fucked up. Yes. Um, oh. So she needs to, like, I just fucking murdered my dad. I'm not, like, what's going to happen to me? Um, and I've I, gone so far down this path. Yes. I took I took it the extra dark step where I was just like, it's greed. And it's like, she's like, we'll take care of, like, we'll take care of Riley. Kill him. She's like, I want you to take care of me. Like, this is her Ooh. fully subcoming to the drugs. Okay, so we kind of went. That's, Burke, that's what I thought, too. I thought it was like an allegory for an overdose. Like, she's finally yeah, just losing was, herself was, to the drugs. Like, yeah. she's just well, also she letting is, it take like, her. She now full on just dives, like literally dives down dives the rabbit head hole. Head first. Of, <laughs> no, I don't want I don't want you taking care of Riley. I want you taking care of me. Oh, I'm going to yeah. do this and you'll take yeah, care of him the whole point. time. Right so after the mom just said, I'll take herself. care of him. We'll have him forever. Yeah. Maybe she says, yeah. I want that. Here's the other reading. Does Jade intercede and push Mia into traffic to save Riley? Uh, I don't think so. I don't so. think so because she was, she like wraps around at the top of the hill. I don't know if she I don't know. I could see it being it, a possibility. It, it, and it's just it like could, Oppenheimer, they put a, a random the hand in one frame. Yep. Jade is finally fed up with Mia at this point. Yeah. So in the and end, then, uh, I thought this was beautiful that they had now she slowly comes the realization that she is one of the spirits trapped in limbo and is summoned by a hand somewhere else in the world in France or something. Yeah. Um, and it was beautifully done. That was great. Cause like, it was like the same, you got to see the same scene from like the first time she did it from like the different mm -hmm. perspective. Now, um, I also thought this was so, a good so, way to like, let them know that the dad stays alive because yes. the dad makes it out of the, out of the hospital, hospital yeah quote unquote where mm -hmm. she's staying in so so i will say this it seems the consensus on the internet is that mia snapped out of it for a second yeah and was like i'm too far gone like mm -hmm. which truthfully at that point light. in the movie that's how i viewed it too where she was just so strung out and on edge at that point that she could not think straight at like what the decision was and that was her moment of clarity yeah. Was that she threw herself. But the, that's I mean, like, the nice but, ending. But there's yeah, that's like, you know, you you get all the checkpoints. Yeah, you uh but, you you don't harvest yeah. any of the little sisters. I you mean, rescue them all. See, but like that like to me, her being trapped basically in eternity repeating this thing, repeating the hand with other people, I think is in more alignment with her diving fully down and committing to right. it. Right. And the allegory of drugs. It's like you've just totally given into the drug. She was also and like, yeah, you've you've now you are now part of the numbers of it yeah, and on yeah. the other side of it. You know, yeah, so. Mike, everyone's but saying that, that that is the happy ending. The hospital didn't make sense because the sad ending of her of of dad leaving her in the hospital during the ending sequence, like leaving in yeah. the hospital. Like, you know how they the see dad it? walking into the, the dad elevator. walking into yeah. the elevator. Yeah. At yeah. The end. Like, what about it? She lost her dad to drugs. Like, 
Oh, no, well, like he she, lost like her. her, her yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she no longer yeah, has her father anymore yeah. because of drugs. There's like right. a happy ending for oh, the and family, and, and the like whole the sad ending. The is, whole yeah. time she's ignoring his phone calls, which is another important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like yep. he's reaching out to her, but and she's dealing with isolation and grief. And this, her dad's reaching out to her, but she's ignoring the call because she wants to go yeah. do hands. Yeah, I see another one that says he'll be with us forever. Like that's another one they're yeah. calling out too. So. Um, she killed herself to stop herself from killing Riley or anybody else. I'm also pretty certain that at the end in the hospital, it's unveiling the events that happened after her death. Yes. If yes. I remember correctly, Riley gets better. Yes. Mia's dad was saved in time before he died. Pretty sure he was barely alive when that girl found him. Yeah, I forgot yeah. her name, whatever. And she got trapped in the limbo or just died wholly. I also think that Mia might have have taken over might have been taken over in the end by the highway by her mom or something else that people ran up to her on the highway when she was standing and i think everyone said are you okay her transporting to the hospital was showing that she isn't there anymore this is what i this is what i believe what happened and i could be absolutely wrong i I, like for me i think her getting up uh is is almost like the their version of when you see like spirit leave the body Spirit rise up you guys ever see um What's that movie? Um, Goodwill where the hunting? kid, the kid, like the, he doesn't die, but he's like in limbo. He's got to find his body. Fuck, what is it oh, called? You're talking um, about um, Goodwill uh, Hunting. <laughs> yeah, Goodwill Hunting. Um, Are you talking about um, uh, the Sixth Sense? Uh, no, Insidious. No, not Insidious. Um, fuck. The Red I know Door. what you're talking about. I know. Is it Invisible? Oh, the Invisible. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, it's the guy that played Goku. Oh yeah, the guy from uh, <laughs> Shameless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, movie, Justin Chatwin. This movie, The Invisible. So like this movie, this kid. Oh, it's written by David S. Goyer. That's why it sucks. Um, so this movie, this guy, Justin Chadwin or whatever, Nick Powell. He like gets murdered, you know, at a um yeah. at a party or whatever over the weekend, and like, but he's in limbo. And he's got to solve his murder so he can come from, back to life. Yeah, from beyond. And yep. about halfway through the movie, he walks in on his friend committing suicide. And he swallows all these pills. And the way that they that they show it is, like, they cut to hit like him, watching him, like... And then all of a sudden, the best friend's standing next to him. And is like, why yeah. can I see myself? He's like, because you just tried to fucking kill yourself. Like, he swallowed... And then, like... Later on, that kid wakes up because he didn't die from swallowing all the pills, you know? He made it, so his ghost is away. And then later on, when they find the body, he doesn't, like, get into his body or something. It's like he just just wakes up, you know what I mean? Um, So that's what I feel like, too, that this was a good way. Yeah, it's just an allegory for your spirit leaving your body. It's also to play with your expectations, too, as the audience. Like, you don't know where the... Until it's confirmed later on, and, like, I thought... That was awesome at the end when now she's on the other side of the hand. Well, so I got another question. Um, Did you interpret the fact that the people who had the hand at the end were, I think they, I think they were French, but they were speaking some other language. Yeah. Does that mean to you that this hand has now traveled to, it's gone through like past, no pun intended, past hands so many times, or is this, the other hand that they talked about that they oh. said the other hand is somewhere out there. Yeah. Oh, possible. interesting. It is totally possible. It's possible. It could be both. Could be both. I liked, both. I liked that so much of this movie is left ambiguous. Yeah. Me it's too. Good. It was a nice, ref- like I said, I think the parts that I did like were not, were very refreshing and it was very, uh, very well done. It was obvious that it was done by someone with a creative vision and the, the hunger to 
execute it the way that oh, they wanted to. The concept was developed by the producer of Bluey. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I did know that. I did hear okay. about that. I mean, after working on kids shows for so long, you got to get dark. <laughs> hey, listen, after working on kids so- shows for how long, you're going to want to stab somebody, it's, uh, right? It's like Ryan Murphy's transition from Glee to American Horror Story, yes. you know? It literally is. So we collectively have given this movie an 8 out of 10. We definitely recommend watching it. Do we want Go to move see on it. to uh, Clip of the Week? Yeah, let's do it. Clip of the Week. Clip it up. Woo. <laughs> you guys like drones? Always. That's a big fucking drone. Ready, Mike? Can you see let's it? Let's do it. Yep. That's a big fucking drone, bro. Dude, you oh, could no. kill so many soldiers with that thing. Oh, God. It's not that big. It's not that big, Nick. Oh no. Oh no no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's why tens, were they doing it in the middle of the road? Tens of thousands of dollars oh, down yep. the tubes. Oh my god. Good one. It's so good. The comedic timing of this clip is <laughs> the fantastic. This is very much like you guys ever see Jurassic World where the owner of the park's like, I'm piloting the helicopter. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, three seconds later, he crashes and Boom. burns and lets all the fucking pterodactyls out. This is exactly oh, it's nice. so it's good. Like, uh, Show it again. Pat, do you remember that compilation? Don't worry, Cap, we'll bump those grasses right out. Oh. <laughs> what? Do you remember that compilation video we watched of every IMAX camera that Christopher Nolan has destroyed? Oh, That's yeah. what this feels yeah. like. It does. It's like, uh, you're good. You're good. Oh, you're good. You're, good. <laughs> you're not good. This is what happens when you let little brother Riley pilot the fucking <laughs> pilot the thing for the first time. He did we... too much hand. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Is this you, Nick? This was me, yeah. Damn, dude. What good happened job. to the guy in the cab? Yeah, I'm also thinking about this truck dude, driver. Dude, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, what happened? He's fine. Don't worry about it. Is he though? But like, also, he's fine. He wasn't paying attention to. Oh, I didn't realize that this guy's got the controller right here. (laughs) He's definitely like. (laughs) Well, never mind. I now owe somebody thirty thousand (laughs) dollars. Yeah, literally. Everybody keep safe landing. Schoolyard. One more, one more time, Pat. One more time. Yeah, one more time for I do, dude. It's a serious drone. This is definitely a cinema drone for sure. I like that it stutters to start. <laughs> and here we go. Wow. I wonder. Yeah, what did I that heard, guy call out? I well, they're in China, so I don't know. Sound like Hi-do. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's ye- he's yelling at his <laughs> yeah. brother. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if some wind got up under the one side, and that's why it like canted. Or if the pilot just didn't know what he was doing. Maybe they shouldn't be doing it in the middle, in the middle of a yeah, road. Yeah, in the middle of a road. Yeah, that's uh, probably not a great like, idea. It looked like there was a field right there that was yeah. probably primed. True. The grass is too tall. All right. Ooh. Well, with that, uh, we will see you all next week for... Uh, 13 Reasons Why. 13 Reasons Why. Bye-bye. Um. <laughs>